twist. I think, I think, well, listen, Mark, listen, hold on. When I say, would you have caffeine today? What the hell is that up to How much coffee did you drink before the show? Listen, you can't polish a sneaker, right? <laughs> throw, throw tomatoes at me, do whatever you're going to do. It's Corso and Catone. So, Ancatone, the real deal, New England feel. I'm Chris Corso. Sitting right over there is Mark Catone. And we are presented by the Pats Nation, the only Patriots postgame show worth watching. Join Mark and I following every Patriots postgame for all your every Patriots game for all your Patriots postgame coverage. And listen, if you want to see our bright, shining faces, go ahead and log into YouTube. Type in Corso and Catone, and all of our shows will pop up for your viewing pleasure. And make sure you subscribe, like Joe put on the bottom of the screen there. Subscribe, give us I that like thumb. I like that, Joe. I like it, too. Yeah, we're getting some new things here. Yeah, listen, and, and if you feel like Mark and I have faces that were made for radio, then you can go ahead and listen to us on uh, iTunes, the iHot Radio app, and Podbeans. Again, just, just type in Corso and Catone, and all of our shows will pop up. Joe. I have a quick question. Don't you find it odd, Mark? You do. Do you find it odd that I'm giving the information out to people that are already watching? As oh yeah. If oh yeah. They need to Always. go to it. But you know yeah, what? Tell you. That's all right. Hey, listen, we're doing. Uh, you know, you have to remember. We're doing that uh, for the people who are with us live on Podbean. Yeah. Um, listening to us live and not yep. watching us, they're getting that. Well, information. listen. Tell your friends. Tell all Absolutely. your friends. That's where you find us, and uh, that's where you can subscribe to us. So, listen. You can check us out. This is for these people. You can check us out on Twitter at Corso underscore Catone at Corso underscore Catone, and of course the heated hotline. Give us a call eight five five three one three Pats twenty four seven. Leave us a message. Joe's going to sift through them all and pick the one that he likes best for Mark and I to discuss. And once again, we don't get to hear it first. No, but, of course you know, not. So we're going to listen to it and comment on it. And that one he chooses could be yours. So 855-313-7287. Mark, got a lot to get to today. As as usual, when is that any different? Um, got to have our B's and C's, uh, Bruins and Celtics. And, of course, Catone's comments, which fan favorite never want to miss that always worth sticking around for and our patriots preview of the panthers game as they travel to carolina to take on the panthers tomorrow 1 p.m eastern so mark how you feeling feeling good today oh i feel good today chris feel better than last week that's that's good. well that's that's good because i'm going to need your help talking about so much of this uh so much of this stuff to unravel so ready for heated hotline let's go joe you ready i'm ready Hey, this is Shay, long-time listener, first-time caller. I think what Marcus Smart said the other night about Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown is completely right. They need to pass the ball and figure it out. They're not going to win any games. Honestly, this season's looking like a joke. Jason Tatum doesn't even look like he's trying half the time. We got to get one of them out of here or both of them out of here because you know what? They don't fit in the city of Boston. It is ridiculous. Wow, well, strong, yeah, Mark, strong you know, comment there, It is Chris. strong comments. Uh, thank you for that call. It, uh, I didn't catch his name. Shea. Joe, who's, Shea. I think it was Shay. yeah. So, Shay, we appreciate it. We know that the first time in, so uh, thank you for the call, Mark. Um, you know, he's he, he, it's it's to the point, accurate, dead on. What well, here's my thing, though, Chris. Okay, I, I'm not even going to get into the comment, like whether it was accurate or not. I'm going to get into the comment itself and who made it. 
What would possess Marcus Smart to say that, Chris, publicly and not address his teammates in a closed-door setting in his or his coach, whatever? Like, they had a players-only meeting after the comment. They should have had the meeting before the comment, but the jerk, Smart, is going to put that out in the media. Are you kidding me? Like, you don't put that out in the media, Chris. No, nah, I agree. I mean, you you know, you start doing that stuff, that's a recipe for disaster, especially when you're dealing with two, two pretty much two max players, you know, and you're not. You're not, you know I mean? exactly. It, you know, you're trying to be a leader on this on, on this team, and you're, you're shooting, what, 25 28%? Yeah. You know, so, I mean, you know, Mark, how do you how are you a leader of anything if you're just selfish, need to take all the shots, your percentage sucks? Now well, you're calling well, that's, guys that's up. an issue there, Chris, for Tatum, right? So the caller is right. No, I mean, about, like smart. I'm talking oh, about smart. Well, smart, Chris. Listen, we talked about Marcus Smart last year. We talked about him in the offseason. I don't even know why he's still on the team, Chris. Now, I, I, I'm gonna read, I'm gonna say my favorite line. He's got pitches on somebody. He's got pitches, he's got something. Because I don't know how the hell. They, they kiss this guy's ass. He should be off the fucking get him off the team. Release him. <laughs> yeah. And uh listen, 77 million. They gave this guy 77 million. Lonzo Ball. Imagine got he's 85. making 70, he's making 77 million dollars, Chris. Oh, good lord. And Ball got 85 million, which is you know, 10 less than 10 million dollars. You could you 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 don't want to go after ball and get rid of this slug. Are you kidding me right now? This team is constructed so poorly. It, 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 please, but that guy, guy was perfectly made for this team. And the next thing you know, you just hold on to Smart. Ooh. You hold on to Marcus I, Smart. I, Why? Because yeah. Brad Stevens has has a thing for him. I I I, I don't know. But so the comment, Chris, that was made by the caller. We're getting a little all over Marcus Smart, which I think we should. But the caller's comment was about Tatum and Brown and really Tatum, which yeah. which listen, and there's no better way to get into our B's and C's today than, than to take pick it up from there. So pick Shay, it up from help. The Shay's comment about Shay, Tatum. Shay, thank you for the segue. Joe, let's have it. B's and C's. Joe, I like that. It's got a nice, soulful feel yeah. to it. Don't you think, Mark? You know? Chris, let's, let's, let's pick up on Shay's comment, right? Okay, so he brought up Tatum and Brown. Hmm. So... You've been on this now for a while, Chris, about Tatum. You think that they should trade Tatum. And I made notes today, Mark. Oh, wow. <laughs> there we I go. made notes Here we about go. Joe, he's prepared today. Here we I go. It's going to get good. It's going to get spicy. Dead on last week. <laughs> yeah, but look at the way I do it. You know, like, yeah. it's just like this scribble chicken scratch on a They sell those things like, still? <laughs> from like 1987. Joe, I didn't know they made those, uh, Seriously, it's kind of yellow, right? The, the page is yellow. It's been yeah, in I your drawer. Watching, Chris, I was watching last, last the other night. It was like 3 in the morning. I couldn't sleep. I was watching Columbo. Columbo had one of those. He was writing clues to a case on one of those. Excuse Joe, me, miss. You, just, just one more thing, miss. The issues, the issues that the the issues he has. You know what, Mark? Though that that's true. There's a station called Me TV. Okay, should I be saying that? Yeah, the hell with it. Me TV. Hey, Joe, get in touch with them. We're uh, we're plugging (laughs) that station right now. So uh, they have all the old shows, Mark. They have Columbo, Mash. You know, Hogan's. uh, My favorite one's Hogan's Hogan's Heroes. Heroes, yeah. (laughs) That's the best show. That's the best. Anyway, all right. We digress. So Chris, so Tatum, you've been on him for how long, Tatum? Mark, the, the the guy just doesn't the guy just doesn't seem to. I mean, Marcus Smart is right 
And what he's saying about these guys, it's just, I don't like the player that's saying it. And I don't think that's the place to come from, but Mark Tatum, he's just, he doesn't get back on D his right now is shooting percentage. Really? So he was three for 13 the other night for 10 points and against the heat, which was a great, was a real good win, you know, for them because the heat were on a roll at that point, but his percentage sucked. 10 points that was what what's three for 13 mark i don't even you know uh, that 30 less than 30 percent it's less right. than 30 percent so and then you know brown you know five of 14 i mean he wasn't <laughs> that wasn't that isn't much better no, at brown chris points. the coach has already called him out for his inconsistency yeah the back and forth he doesn't seem yeah. to be able to recover yep. um from game to game and i don't you know we keep how long are we going to keep saying that that's residual of uh of COVID, of that's the the leftover. Yeah, I don't. I, I, Man, I don't know, but yeah, right. Okay, so Tatum, listen, they got a four and five record. This is the guy that's supposed to be your leader. This is the guy that's supposed to carry it, carry it on his shoulders. And I don't know how many times you know we can continue to say it. And, and by the way, they they had a nineteen point lead in that game. Chris, they, they, they blew the largest lead at it with, with that amount of time left in a game in the shot clock era. So while you have the win. It's it's still ugly, Mark. I, I listen. I told you before. I, I'm ready to trade Tatum because, like you said, there's all. This is the time. You you you're never going to get more for him than you're going to get at this this stage. You got a short. If you're going to make that trade, you got a short window before teams start to figure out. Jesus, maybe this kid isn't what we thought he was. I think right now, Chris, you could package it as yeah, he's a superstar in the make on the verge of being a superstar top five, 10 player in the league, but it's, he needs a different venue to do it. He needs just a change of scenery. And maybe you get a guy just as good who needs a change, of, a change of scenery in return. Because if you continue to wait, Chris, and he falters, what are you going to get for him? Yeah. Unless the only, the only way to salvage this is to bring another max player on this team, you know, that can yeah. be the guy. Well, so but can you do that without getting rid of, say Brown or like you're going to have to probably get rid of one of them to get another max player, unless you can do it in free agency at the end of the season. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's either one or the other, but, but let me ask you, do you think, do you think Brown's inconsistency? In other words, do you think Brown is just not, doesn't want to play with Tatum really at this point? Like it's just sick of the whole. And just I don't know if he doesn't want to play with Tatum, Chris, I talked about this last year with the, uh, on the show that I just think that they don't complement each other. Their styles are, 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 are just not meant to be together. They kind of do some things that are similar. They both disappear at times. They both, like, like I, I think you need, like, almost like a, a Damian Lillard, a Bradley Beal. You need one of those guys to put with one of them, and then maybe you bring in another piece. Like, I think one of those guys has to go I don't think bringing a third, I mean, unless you bring in a third guy, it's going to be a totally different type of player. I just don't know how you get the third guy without giving something significant up, which means Tatum or Brown, unless you can wait until the end of the season. I don't know what they're, supposedly they're going to have cap space, but we'll see. see. The, I don't know. See, the problem is, and I was always on the, the idea of you keep Tatum, you never get rid of Tatum. The issue is if they do get rid of Tatum, okay, then if they get rid of Tatum, he's going to go somewhere else and he's going to shine. And, oh, of course and, and, he is. You know, that's going to happen. Right. And then it's going to be, well, you see, you know, you should have held on to him and all that crap. But the bottom line is he's not shining here right now, but not only, I mean, he'll get his points, but he's just not a leader. He's not, he's not creating, he's not creating a good culture in, 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 in the locker room and the team. 
Mark, he's Carmelo. We talked about this. Listen, that's a great analogy you brought up. He really, it really seems to look like, Chris, that he is Carmelo. There's no chemistry. There's no culture on this team. You're right, Chris. And he's just not. He's just a nicer guy. He's not the alpha male. I think he needs to be a one. He's a one, but he's like a one B. He's not the one A alpha male. Okay. There needs to be another star in this team that shoulders that burden and, and, and that responsibility. And I think Tatum and even Brown, Chris, would be guys that would follow behind that alpha male. I think when they brought in Kyrie Irving, they thought that's was going to be the dynamic. But Kyrie Irving just turned out to be, a, you know, what he was. But I think that was the intent in bringing in Kyrie. I think Ainge in his head kind of knew maybe that you needed that alpha male and he thought Irving was it. But that didn't pan out. Well, if you think about it, if you actually think about it, I don't know, Kyrie is Kyrie. I mean, I get it um, with him. But think about think about it. He said it then. I mean, could, was Kyrie right? Because he said it then. He said, these young guys just don't get it. They don't get it. And, and they, still, they still don't get it. And he, he left. So he was the problem. He left. Still have the same issues. Hofford left. Still have the same issues. Hayward left. Still have the same issues. They don't running these guys out of town. The coach, Stevens, moves up, still have the same issues. Mock, they ran. You, you know how bad, you know how bad of a look it is and how disgusted I am. I'm more disgusted with this. The fact that you can run a guy out of town or get the guy so frustrated or just just tired that he's like, I'm done, I'm resigning. That's up in the rafters. That his number is up in the rafters and Danny Ainge. Yeah. I mean, we we say what we want about Ainge, but you know what happened there. Those guys were tired of listening to Ainge. They tuned him out, and off the and, and Ainge went gone. Guys, guys, a Hall of Fame. He's up in the rafters. So if yeah. they can do that, they can do anything. And now they're not even tuning in this guy. Mock the common. Who's the common denominator here? In all this. No, I agree, Chris. I, I, I listen. This roster, Chris. At some point, you're going to have to make a decision. You're and, and you know what? What is the? What do you do here? You got two guys that don't seem to be going taking the next step, which everyone expects them to take that next step, take that next step. Well, listen, you, you somebody was saying it the other day. I was listening to somebody that said, "Hey, this is year one. Is this four or five for Tatum? Five. When is he going to take that step? If you haven't made it yet, Chris, I, I don't know if you're making it. So to the point you made earlier, Chris, this might just be Carmelo. Listen, yes, Carmelo could score, but Carmelo was not that alpha male. He wasn't putting a team on his shoulder and say, okay, put a couple of pieces behind me and I'm carrying you to the, to, to the championship. That wasn't him. And I don't, you're right, Chris. I don't think it's Tatum. I don't think it's Brown. You probably need a, another guy to come in to do that. Then you're going to try to figure out, okay, so if you do that, what's the com- what's the makeup of this roster and the complexity of this roster? What does it actually end up looking like? And I'm going to be honest with you, Chris. They just picked up the, 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 the fourth year on their rookie contracts of Grant Williams, who I think stinks. He should be shipped out of here. And Romeo Langford, they keep thinking, oh, he's going to develop. He's going to develop. He's nothing but a, a guy that he, he, he hurts his fingernail. He's out for three weeks. Get rid of him. Why did you pick up his contract? I don't get it. I, that I don't understand. Unless you think you can package them in a trade. Now you have them for another year. Maybe he's thinking he'll throw them in as the back end of a trade, maybe. I don't know. But I don't know why you want them. 
either. Who who's gonna want him? I mean, you know. And know. by the way, I think I, I I the 19 point lead they blew wasn't. A, I don't think it was against the Heat. Wasn't that earlier? No, no, no. It was the game before that. It was yeah. against the Bulls. The Bulls on Monday. So, yeah, Mark, you're right. And and you know what sucks too is you got guys, you got young guys on this team that just you can't. We're not getting a good picture as to what they can be. You know, well, over the summer, Chris Neesmith. Pritchett and Naismith was supposed. Yeah, they were supposed to be, do something. What have they done? They don't give them playing time. They won't put him on. Odoku won't put him on the court. You know, we talked about this last week that he's got that affinity for for veteran players, and that's what he does. But listen, I like what Hawford's bringing right now. I do. I actually do. I actually like what Hawford's bringing to the table, and that's a mixture between he and Williams. You know, that's getting on the court with that athleticism. Mark, does Odoku have the balls to just? bench these guys do you think that that's what's needed at this point just put them on the bench or do you think so they you even bench care him, chris is do, 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 have you lost this have you lost the season if you benched them because they're the type of guys chris that may be the, that may be it for them for the season like they'll just pack it in and say okay you know what i, I don't know well with shay like shay points out though the freaking season is the season's gonna end up being a joke anyway with these guys yeah you know they'll get their share they'll win theirs because they get as many points as they get but like you know, is Shea right saying, hey, the hell with it? I mean, I get you, though, Mark. It's it's run by the – it's completely run by That's the That's what players. this league is run by, the players. Completely. They can remove co- – Mark, when you can remove a Hall of Famer, okay? As your GM and president. As your GM. Okay, and I, you know what? Don't give me any bullshit about Ainge resigned and he just got tired. No, no. What he got tired of was that. He got tired of that crap and that act. And you can cr- criticize Ainge all you want for making these moves. But it's starting to look like it started to look like he was right in bringing in Kyrie. I, I understand Kyrie's issues. I get it. But that it may have been the young guy. So I get Ainge's, uh, you know, faults here. But he had a real good run. Ainge had the right idea. Ainge thought this team needed an, an alpha male. And he thought that was going to be Kyrie. And it didn't work out. But 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 that was the right idea. You need, I think that's what you need for Brown and Tatum to follow behind. But But I don't know. Mark, we're in a, we're in a, we're in an age now where guys lose a game and they're taking pictures with each other, they're exchanging jerseys, yeah. they're doing all this stuff, and it's like That's I crazy. just don't think they care. I just don't think anybody cares about winning anymore. Chris, we talked about this during the offseason. Remember, we did that segment about you know it's it's all branding now. They're worried about their own brand. They don't yeah. necessarily their shoes, their commercials, their their bling. They're all they, they got their own brand. They're hanging out with Drake and and and. You know, it's all about imaging, and they they don't. It's it's. You're right, Chris. It's it's different. It's a totally different culture than 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 we grew up in the '80s. Forget it. They were yeah. they hated each other. Oh yeah, they, no, it, they, were that was... the, they were coming out to the buses, wanting the fist fight no. at the buses. Lambert Parish. Yeah. You know that yeah, Pistons. See, I gotta say the part the problem with the '80s was that it was Michael Jordan and everybody. It's I think the culture of the sport itself, basketball. Like Michael Jordan gave us this idea that. You got to be the one guy to play the whole game and and take all the shots. And because of that, everybody thinks they're Michael Jordan. And guess what? Nobody's Michael Jordan. (laughs) That's the problem. What's funny, Joe, what's funny about that, Mark, is Jordan was Jordan, but Jordan was Jordan with with when Pippen showed up and some of these other guys showed up. Right. But I agree. I agree with Joe. The individual play, the individualism, you know, that 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 hero ball. It started there. Right, Mark? Yeah. Yeah, he would go one on one and give me the ball and clear the lane, and I'll get to the basket and score. And and that's what he used to do. Joe, which is fine for him. Right? Yeah, well, yeah, well, because he was, <laughs> was the greatest, he was the greatest basketball player to ever step on a court. 
It's fine for him, but Mark, your point is your point is valid. It, the bottom line again is it isn't it it just a different game and the fans. I mean, you know how New England fans are, Boston fans. I mean, they they're purists. They they they're you know, they're knee deep or, or or their feet are in the ground of this doesn't look right. This is not what we Chris, know to the be. Celtics always were a team that it was like a Bring your lunchbox to work. Roll up your sleeves and get do dirty. Do the dirty thing. The dirty things that it took to win basketball games and even that championship in a way with Garnett and those guys. They were a tough, gritty defensive team. Garnett would punch you in the face, right? right. And, and 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 Posey would come off the bench and those guys and they were physical guys. And Eddie House, those guys were physical guys and yeah. they had grit and they played hard and they, it was a this team. Couldn't hold a key. These guys are nothing like that, Chris. No, nothing like that. Kevin Garnett would be in Tatum's face. He'd, he'd slap his face and say, Oh my God. Kid. Could yeah. you imagine Tatum with these with, with Garnett? He'd go over to Doc and say, This 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 clown is on the bench right now. Yeah. Just so you know. He's Come on the bench. He's not getting off the bench. Yeah, I, I'm with you, Mark. So and Mark, the flip side, okay, because we only have a, we only have 30 seconds. Yeah, the flip side to this. This team's starting to turn around. They're starting to gain some momentum. We talked about goalie issues with them. You know, each of those goal, each of those goalies has played. You know, one's four and three. One's played seven games. The other one's played six games. Allmark's got a, a nine twenty-seven save percentage. Swayman's got a nine hundred. So, they're you know, Swayman only saw 14, 15 shots um, last night, Thursday night, and um, you know he stopped fourteen of them, obviously. And then Bergeron just came out of the shell. And he scored four goals. Hopefully, he continues that. So they're showing Chris a little bit of life. Yeah. At the end of the tunnel, there looks like there's a light for the Bruins. And the Bruins, Chris, you know how they are. They go through their streaks, right? There'll be a pot. There'll be Segments a there'll the be a season. stretch in the middle of the season where you and I are like, "Wow, could this can, can they put a run together?" Because they tease you every year. Every they do, year. They, they're gonna do it again to you this year. They compartmentalize the season, sort of like what Belichick yeah. does. Yeah. You know, they do. They really do. You know? Yeah, so 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 Boston fans, New England fans, you can get hot, you can get hot and feel good about the Bruins so right now. And as far as the Celtics go, well, put your put that bag like I had over my head um, last week and be Chris, a no name fan. Did you go trick or treating with that on your head last week? Yeah, everybody kept. You're right, but everybody kept slamming the door shut on me and calling the cops. <laughs> you know, I'm not sure what happened there. I don't know. I had to score on the on the thing. You know, we won the game, so. Well, listen, uh, B's and C's presented by Special Sauce Podcast, Startup Finance and Drive Yourself to Success, specialsaucepodcast.com. Shay, thank you again for the heated hotline call, which was presented by JAG Media Productions. When we come back, Catone's comments. Time for Catone's That lead-in was very poignant today, since it is Breeders' Cup Day. But um, we're not going to talk about the Breeders' Cup. But it is Breeders' Cup Day. For Your those of you who know what the Breeders' Cup is, it's the richest day of in the, all of horse racing, where there's millions of dollars of races, like ten of them. But anyway, they know it, Mark. They see it on my screen. All right, Top there we left. go. So um, <clears throat> a few things, a couple things I want to touch on today in Catone's comments. One is going to be brief, and 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 I'll actually finish this. In next week's Katong's comments, but I'm just going to tease you a little bit. Has anybody tried to use the automated system 
to refill a prescription. Listen, I got more medical issues. I got diabetes. I got a heart. I got a law. Trying to call in on one of those auto systems, punching numbers. You want to talk about craziness. Then if you got to talk to somebody, you might as well cook yourself dinner. It's an hours before they even pick the goddamn phone up. But I'm not going to get into that in detail just yet. That's a teaser for next week. I'm going to expound on how you, it takes, how long it takes to call in a prescription. You want to take your medication first before you yes, do that. Yes, I want to take my nitroglycerin. Listen, <laughs> what I do want to talk about today, Chris, is, is something a little more serious. And I know Katone's comments is never serious, but today it's going to be. So I want to send out my condolences to the young lady in Las Vegas who passed away. Um, this week or the beginning of the week, it was a Sunday, Monday night, I think, um, because of the stupidity of an athlete and the ignorance of an athlete and the, 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 the I'm above the law attitude of these athletes. And it's just disgusting because now this poor girl died, innocent girl, a couple of miles from her house. Because an, an idiot wants to drive 156 miles an hour in a goddamn Corvette, intoxicated, and he's got a woman in the car with him. So put her life at risk, too, because you're an idiot. Because you think you're above the law, and you've been handed things since you were 12 years old, and never had to worry, and then you think you're, you're just this, you're all this and all that, and you're walking around with your diamond chains and necklaces and all this garbage, and you just killed the girl. Because you think you're above the law and, and everything is handed to you. I'm so disgusted, Chris, with the way these athletes carry themselves in, in 2021. And it pains me that somebody had to lose their life because of his stupidity. Yeah, Mark, and, and when you say, you know, when you say pass away, and, and, and I, I echo the same thing, you know, I couldn't, because you just, he just destroyed an entire family, you know, um, but make, make no mistake about it. He murdered her. Yeah, I know that's strong. Okay. But he negligently murdered that person. Okay. That young, that young lady, 23 years old, whole life ahead of her. And I think she was even parked. Listen, you're talking to somebody who, you know, deals with these things, who's seen it, prosecuted it, you know, um, and I'm sure, Chris, you've seen pictures, videos of victims. I've gone out to scenes like yeah. that. And, and, you know, when you're a prosecutor, you have to be on call for those kinds of things. And it, it's, I, 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 all I can do is agree with you, Mark, on this a hundred thousand percent. And, and look, no, is he alone? Does it happen everywhere and other people? Yes. Yes. But Mark's point. Okay. Mark, his point is on, is, is on point. What you're saying in the fact that a lot of these guys feel entitled. Mark, a hundred, you, you, like you're on the speedway, 156 miles an hour. I mean, I've, I've, I've never been in a vehicle or any, anything other than a plane that's gone that fast before. So I can't even imagine what that has to be like, but I've seen enough DUIs. Okay. And I've seen enough, um, you know, of, of that kind of thing to tell you that you, you can't do it because your judgment and your is just so off the wall. But I say that 
But a lot of times, and his BAC, his blood alcohol level was about a 0.161, which in this state would be considered an extreme. Is it, I've, I've handled cases where blood alcohol levels at that range right there, people, people are coherent. They're not falling down, slipping over themselves, you know, like that. They still feel like, well, I was fine to drive. I felt okay. I felt okay. Cause it doesn't take a lot to get you up to that point, which makes it even worse because if he was, if he did have some semblance of judgment left in his brain and the alcohol didn't completely take that over, that's worse, Mark. Yeah, because you're driving 156 miles an hour. You're absolutely right, Chris. It's that means you chose to do worth. it. Forget the fact that you chose to put the shit in the body and then get behind the wheel. <laughs> Mark, I can't, can't agree Chris, with you enough. this is just I mean, kind it's... of an extension, really, of what our caller last week. I forget what her name was, but our caller last week. Remember she brought up, she was talking about the NBA yes. players. Yeah. Right? And she was disgusted with, with, with how they act. Yeah, call from Providence. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's it's the truth. It's there. It's, it hits you in the face, Andy Reid's son. I mean, you know, all these things that, that you see happen because of the entitlement, because, you know, the fact that they have a vet that can go that fast and they can get on the road and, and do all that shit. And you know what, Mark? And you know what's even worse, Chris? I was When I was listening to the reports this week, the Raiders have a 24-hour call service that these guys can call oh, up. Yeah. If they're out partying somewhere and they're, all, they're drinking and they're doing whatever they're doing, you call the number. The organization has somebody come get you and take you home, wherever you're going. They got a 24-hour call service, they said, the Raiders. You dial it and somebody will come get you. They have the NFL and all these places. They have every service you could possibly know that most people just wouldn't even dream of getting. They still, they still do shit like this. They still do. And listen, Mark, real quick, I, what pisses me off too, also, is the coverage of this really irritates the crap out of me. And the reason why is because all the focus is on rugs, on rugs, on rugs. How about you focus on the person who lost their life? Talk that. Well, ESPN. NFL Network, chronicle the chronicle the young lady who 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 lost her life. Talk, do a do something on the family that's dying. It's inside right now. I've seen it live in a courtroom. What a family, what it does to a family. So why don't you do a story on that? Put up a GoFundMe account. Do something to help these people and take Henry Ruggs out of the friggin' story because he's a degenerate. Okay, as far as I'm concerned, put and he belongs where he's gonna be at some point. So, and I think Mark, that's a good that's a good close to to, to this topic, Chris. That's yeah, it. I'm I sorry to have taken over your no, but I, I'm, comments, that's but. okay. I can't add anything else to that. That's that was a closing argument from an attorney. I'm <laughs> well, done. Listen, it, it, it's it's obviously near that he, he no, it is. That, Mark listen, and I, Chris, I listen, Mark, you're and, a good person know, for bringing it up this way too. Huh? You're you're a good egg for bringing it up in this way and using this platform to do that. Yeah, absolutely. So, Catone's comments was brought to us by Corso Law Group, Arizona's leading criminal and traffic law firm. CorsoLawGroup.com, allow us to be your voice. Coming up, we're going to have the Pats preview of that Panthers game right after this. 
that time again for a timeout for a message from one of our sponsors. No one ever thinks they will be in the need of a criminal or traffic lawyer, but things happen. Corso Law Group is Arizona's leading criminal and traffic law firm. Their 20-plus years' experience and attention to detail has helped thousands of people all across this great country who found themselves in a situation in Arizona. So whether it's a traffic ticket or if you need reduced DUI or more serious issues, call or go online to CorsoLawGroup.com and talk with these expert attorneys who I know will help you. Corso Law Group. Get ready for that preview. Back in with more Corso and Catone, the real deal, New England feel. Joe, that, I'll tell you what, that intro gets me going for the Patriots, right, Mark? Every oh, yeah. single week. I love it. You know, that's just hardcore. Let's go. Let's go. That means right? we've nailed it. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Mark, listen, um, they go to uh, Carolina, or the prob- they're in Carolina right now to take on the Panthers. It's going to be a one p.m. Eastern kickoff. Don't, don't forget, Mark and I will be uh, following 30 minutes after that game for your post-game coverage. Mark, you know what? I'd like to, I want to go, before we scout it, before we go down the matchups, you don't want to go back. I want to go back a little bit to last week. And, and I, you know what, Mark? We can get to it within the scouting report. And, you know, if you want to, it's up to you. But, um, but the one thing I want to talk about is just real quick, you go back to that game, and we had a lot of criticism, you know, I did for the secondary, for the tackling. And it's true, valid. And maybe we didn't give enough credit to the secondary for the way they did play, because they did play well. And once I went back and watched the coaches' film, the defensive front played well, too. They did. But I want to hear your thoughts on this. (laughs) This pisses me off. Before the game, before the Chargers game, all you heard about was this is going to be a real test for the Patriots. This is a quality opponent. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, if they can go ahead and go four and four and walk into that building and beat that team, Herbert, all the receivers, the secondary is fantastic, all this stuff, then we can now go back and look at the Tampa game and the Dallas game and say, hey, you know what? Those moral victories mean something at this point. Did you hear the pundits after the whole week following? Well, Maybe the Chargers weren't as good as we thought they were. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't, you know, we, we give Herbert, you know, we, we give him a little too much credit. Maybe the second, Mark, this is why we're the real deal in the wing field. Mark, I, do, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Right there. That's that's a bunch of crap, Chris. They just they don't they just trying they they listen they just trying to create some controversy. They're not listen. It is what it is. The Chargers, for all intents and purposes, are a team that's going to be fighting for the playoffs. We're assuming pretty much most of the year. You went on the road. You beat them. You played a solid football game. Jones didn't have his best game, but you know what, Chris? After I went and watched the coach's film too, and rewatched it a couple of times, you know what he did. He was very reminiscent of an 02, 03, 04 Tom Brady. Went on the road, did nothing stupid, didn't make a mistake, played within what he was supposed to do. Spread the ball around. Spread the ball around, allowed the defense, the defense, which they did in those years, to make a play, put you in position to win the game, and just finish it off and don't make any mistakes. And that's what Jones did. Well, Jesus, 
what more do you want from the kid? And I know we were critical of him a little bit last week, Chris. And, you know, I think rightfully so. He didn't play his best game. But after I went back and watched the game, and I'm like, again, I'm like, but Jesus, he did just what we used to do in, in 02 and 03 when we were winning championships. He put him in a position to win. You're on the road. Don't make any mistakes. And our defense will get us across the finish line. And that's what they did. Yep. That is what they did. And, and you know, again, we're not – if you listen to – you, and I know you all listen, you're, you know, loyal listeners, no Mark and I, and we will come down on them. We will come down on Belichick when it's time to do that, but we also need to give him props when it's time to do that. And this is one of those times. And, Mark, again, last thing on those jackasses that aren't the New England, you know, the real deal, all right? Want to criticize Belichick. Many they hate this guy, okay? I mean, they just hate this guy. He takes responsibility for the, you know, for, for the challenge. You know, a challenge he made about, because he thought the holding call happened in the end zone against them, and, yep. and he, thought it was the, he thought it was the right tackle. I, evidently, somebody thought it was the right tackle that held, but it was in the center. Um, and he go, comes out and says, yeah, that's my mistake. Okay, oh, well. You know, they bitch about that he never takes responsibility for anything. It's never his fault. We got to do this. We got to do that. We got to do better. He does it, and they say he's covering for somebody. Ernie Adams isn't there anymore. They're dis- you know they're in disarray upstairs. It's probably Matt Patricia, who's a friggin' moron. Your your favorite guy. And it may be, and it may be Patricia is a moron. All I'm of that. not gonna criticize. You know that's true. But he goes and covers for whoever, or or takes the blame, and you know he's still wrong. He's still wrong. It's something that went. Uh, it was uh, as the caller said last week. A hair across my ass. Like, you know, about, yeah. about, and I yeah. just wanted to, uh, yeah. no, I, yeah, I agree with you, I, you know, so looking at this week now, you know, with the Panthers, you know, this, they're coming into a stretch mark where they can, you know, they you can maybe could do win, something. You could here. win a couple of games, Chris, in a row, so, two, three games in a row, four games in a row here. So since you were talking about Mac Jones and the offense a little bit, you know, when they run, so when, the, you know, when the Patriots running game, you know, who who do you because there's a lot of well, people I out there that are giving the edge this, to the Chris, Panthers. I think I think Carolina's defense is good. Carolina's got a good defense, and but but I think you I I I think the offensive line, Chris, has finally got a rhythm. I think the offense. I'm not saying they're perfect, by no means. They screwed up again last week, but I still think they're in a rhythm with the with running the football. I think passing the ball, they're still breakdowns and protection that's that's obvious and there's still the fault starts and all of that but i honestly think chris that they're going to be able to run the ball against this team with stevens stevenson and harris you should be able to run the football chris okay yeah you should i mean chargers are better i mean uh caroline is better than the chargers were against the run right they are but last week chris the chargers which a little deceiving the Chargers statistics weren't that good chris but last week they we only had like a 3.6, right? Was it 3.6? Yeah, it was... Uh, it wasn't high. Yeah, 3.6. But 6, the, yep. Chargers hey, nice had job, the Chargers had guys, Chris, coming back defensively last week. And you had brought this up, and you brought a good point up. You said, hey, listen, don't be fooled. The Chargers got guys coming back on defense. They're going to be tough tomorrow. And, yeah. and they were, because they had key guys coming back that had been injured. So, but I think we ran the ball enough we're gonna have to do the same thing tomorrow, Chris. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you, and I think they will. I think I, they I, will I, run the ball. Yeah, I mean, like you said, Carolina's thirteenth in the league. I mean, they're in the middle. 
you know, yeah. then that's not like they're in the top five and stopping the run. Um, but Mark, don't you think, I mean, okay, so they got, they have big guys. I mean, Burns, Brown, Daquan Jones, you know, uh, and then they bring those linebackers, Cotter and Thompson and so on. Um, so they got some bulk up front, but I think that, I think that our, I mean, talk about the offensive line, because I feel like they got a good, they have a good rhythm. They have a good group minus 76. Okay. Minus friggin' you know, Isaiah win. No, really. I mean, if Trent Brown ever comes back this season, Mark, Chris, how is Isaiah it possible? Wynn, he's still out. Yeah. I don't know. I, he, he's showing the slug that he's always, that he's been in going to places. And this is what happened in Oakland. I mean, he, yeah. you know, and so a winner play is better. Listen, a winner is better at tackle. Mark, yeah, he's he good at tackle. And Karras is a much better guard, yeah. you know? So, yeah. And then you, you realize, lay up there. Then you lay up there. But you, 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 I know you don't like your your poor guy win. Ah, I, I don't like him. I don't. And he had listen. I will give him some props. He had a decent game line. When I went back and watched it, he had a couple of uh, uh, irritating plays of you know timely penalties that pissed me off. When you go back and watch, he had a decent game. But I just think overall he's just not good enough, and that's why they don't run to his side as as much as they'll run to the right side, Mark. Yeah. But I but I I say this about a winner, um, and not to drag it on, but I say this about a winner playing tackle. But you realize that it is easier. Nobody realizes this. They think it's easier to play tackle. And when I say easier, I mean in responsibilities to play tackle than it is guard, because you're you're out on the edge. There's really a job you have to do, and there's really not a call you need to make or get from the interior. You know, you have your man. You recognize right away, this is the guy. This is who I'm going to be dealing with, or one of these two guys. But if you're playing God in the interior, it's all about the calls. It's all about communication across that across that line. So I think a win who's playing playing well, and I agree with you, Mark, they're going to have to run the ball. Mark, is, is Stevenson going to be? Who's up next week? Who's up this week? Taylor? Stevenson? I think why Taylor are, will be an active again. Why aren't these guys active together? I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. I don't sense know. It doesn't make any. Well, we know, we know one thing. We know Bolden will be active. <laughs> you got to you gotta do it, don't you? You have to do it. He's nowhere in my notes. He's He'll be active. in my notes. He will be active. <laughs> I, listen, I have to say, he has, he has had some good moments this season. He has, you know. I got to admit that. So what happens when they're passing, Mark? You know, well, the Patriots passing Chris, game. Who'd let you me give ask the, you well, this. wait a minute. Who'd you give the edge to with the uh, run? I gave Panthers it to the Patriots. I did give okay. it to the Patriots. All right. Yep. I did. I gave it to the Patriots. How about you? Yeah, I do, because I think they, for all the reasons I said, you know. But when they pass the ball, you know, what do you think, Mark? Listen. They got a pretty good secondary. They, they, and they got injuries. They got the kid. One, You know, the, 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 the rookie that they drafted is out, right? And, but I still think, well, let's talk about the elephant in the room. You got Stephon you, Gilmore. You're talking about uh, Stanley Thomas Oliver, uh, the, the rookie the, the that they corner. drafted, the corner from yeah. South Carolina. Got like a toe injury or something like the that. The rookie from know? South Carolina they drafted is out. I think yeah. he's from South yeah. Carolina. I think. Um, but let's talk about the elephant in the room, Chris Stephon Gilmore. Hmm. What? Who knows our offense better than Gilmore? Yeah, and I think that's the title of the show today, isn't it? Gilmore's back. We're, we're Gilmore's back. Gilmore, there Gilmore is. is back, right? Um, so, so Chris, I think that just that in itself, and the fact that he can break some film down for this team, and some schemes, and 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 some things, um, I think 
is going to make it a difficult day uh, throwing the football. I, I, he had a, in my he had a pick last week. Huh? He had an interception. Of course he, of course he, Chris texts me. You gotta be happy, kidding me? <laughs> you know, it, it just it just throws salt on the wound. Brady wins the Super Bowl. This guy gets what? a pick. Everybody, you know. Yeah. But yeah, listen, you put him with Horn versus yeah. Hasfield. I mean, you know, uh, they're all on IR. C.J. Henderson missed the Falcons. So I mean, you know, they were limping, like you say. But putting Gilmore in that mix. Um, with Boyer, Jackson, Taylor. They're, they're, they're better. It's a good mix now, Chris. They're going to be tough. Defense, I think the second, I think we're going to have, it's going to be a tough day throwing the ball. Yeah. The only thing, you know, it, yeah, it, it is, and they're going to have At to least on, the to the wideouts, Chris. May, I, again, we say this every damn week, though. Sound like a broken record. You think you could you could get the damn tight ends involved? Oh, my God. And, and I think in this situation, you would be able to do that. I mean, I think in against Carolina that because you're not going to do anything on the outside. No, you, you, you don't have the horses to do it, and they're too good. You know, Gilmore's just too good. You're not going to. He's going to shut somebody down, something down on that side. So, yeah, I agree with you. I give the edge to the, um, you know, to the Panthers in in this situation. So yeah, they're going to have to run but the Chris, ball. Why? So how? You think that we should be able to conceivably? You would think get the tight ends involved, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think the middle of the field is going to be open. I think they can sit down in zones. I like what they're doing with Jonu Smith out of the backfield, running those little wheel routes that he takes down the sideline a little. You need more of that. And, and McDaniel, look, he, he, to his credit, he you know pisses me off that he didn't see this during the game, how long he'd been doing this, but he took the beating for it. He did. You know, he said, yeah, I, I, I don't know what happened there. I threw the ball. Like, you don't know what happened there, you moron. <laughs> Hand the ball off. Mark, you said this. These guys are getting too cute. Our offensive coordinators just not sticking with something that work and works because they think they have to just do something different, do something Absolutely. new. No, they do. That's, so Mark said that after the game last week. He did. So we'll see what happens there. And by the way, real quick, OBJ, what do you think? Got released, getting released well, by the Browns. Well, you're not going to get him because you're too far down on the waiver wire. However. Well, he made clear waivers. They think he made clear waivers depending on what the Browns do to restructure, restructure his contract. Well, because then he's a free agent. They're restructuring his contract so that he will be a free agent at the end of the season. Right, but if the money's too much, because the team, if the but team you're gonna picks have to him pick up, up waivers, like seven million of his contract, if that's the right. case, he'll clear waivers. Right, because the Patriots. And then it's a matter of do that. you sign him? But then it's a matter of you bring him in, Chris, and sign him. You can take that seven million he's owed, and you can figure out a way now to spread it. Listen, um, and when you look at the teams that, that are possible teams for him, you know, Green Bay, you look at a little bit as a team that would be interested. Chris, please uh, don't tell me if he clears waivers, he ends up with the creamsicles. Please. They can't, please. They can't fit that. Who, you know what? There's not enough love to go around down there. Who, you imagine what Evans is going <laughs> to imagine what Evans is going to be like Listen, if they bring that OBJ's, guy on the team. OBJ had a love affair with number 12 for years. Yeah, I know, but he also likes this organization too. And I'll tell you what, he would be the problem solver. He's the guy. You put him on the edge with that speed, away we go. That's what Jones is waiting for. Yep. So, and that would be the guy. That would be your guy you've been screaming for. Yes, it would. A a, a number one. Yes, it would. Absolutely. That would shut me up finally, Chris. It would shut me up finally. You know, unless he pulls all his antics here. But uh, so listen, on the other side of the ball, okay. Panthers running the ball. I give yep. the edge to the Patriots. What do you think? Well, it, well, let's put it this way, Chris. We we don't know if if McCaffrey's healthy. 
right? He's, he's eligible to so return. Those he's this eligible week. to come off IR. I don't know if they would but he's take not him. Play this week. I don't know if they'll activate him and play him. Chances yeah. are they don't. Without McCaffrey pl- running the ball, they got the rookie Hubbard. C- 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 what's his name? C.J. Hubbard. Yeah. They're not. They're not. I, I give the advantage to the Patriots too. I, I think their defensive line, the interior, yeah. played better last week against um the Chargers. I, I definitely, if, if McCaffrey's not playing, and even if he's playing, Chris, I don't think they're going to give him a ton of touches. I think they'd ease him back in anyways. I give the advantage to the Patriots. Yeah, he hasn't practiced. And, and, and Hubbard's 391 yards, you know, yeah, on 108 I, carries. I, no, I, I give the advantage and a half to the a Patriots. Carry. And, Mark, you know why this is going to irritate you? <laughs> You've got to see it. You have to see it. Now, I'm not saying we shouldn't have got a number one, but Barmore is just... He's just playing. He's he's playing out of his skin right now. Barmore. I mean, he is. I mean, that guy is showing up, and he's getting better and better and better every single week. You know, he's he's showing that he was worth the pick right now. I'm not saying they shouldn't have picked somebody else or could have, but he's showing that he was. Chris, worth I don't that have pick. any problem with the pick. I told you that the night of the draft, that draft that went on for like a hundred five hundred sixty five hours. I, I I had no problem. I had no problem. You're never ever. Ever got <laughs> I had no problem with the pick, Chris. My problem is that you need a receiver so yeah. damn bad. Yeah. When do you eventually address that? That's my only thing. But you're right, Chris. Bonmore right now is 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 was a great pick the way it yeah. looks. But yeah, I mean he's du- you know, he's defeating double teams. Uh, yeah. he should be in on every down. He should. I think he reached that point with that. Yep. I agree. don't you? No, I but agree I, with you 100 percent I do. But but to, to your credit, I will give you not to jump around, but Harris is spectacular, and you called it. You called it two years ago. Why isn't this guy playing? They redshirted him. So um, I loved him when they drafted him. The night they drafted him, I did. said he's a steal. This kid's going to be a thousand yard rusher. He's without question, and he and he, and he should be this year. Mock's face was as red as the Corso and Catone logo at the top of the screen. And for those of you on radio, you can't hear it. Just picture red, as red as you can get red. Every single week that they've had that guy on inactive Harris, you know, and they, they shouldn't have. So and again, little you, little information, that is the highest red I can go. It's like <laughs> FFF oh zero zero zero, whatever the whatever the heck's number right. is. It Joe, really there is. There we go, Joe. Right. So they they so, uh, yeah, I uh, definitely give the the advantage of the defensive line, Chris, against yeah. the running game. So now Panthers are passing the ball. I mean, okay. He's not playing, if, I don't think. They ruled him out, Donald, already, didn't they? I don't see it as of yesterday. No, I didn't see today's. Okay, no. I, th- I thought he was out, but I could be wrong, Chris. I might. Be I mean, wrong. he was. I might be he, jumping the gun. He was limited in practice. I don't know what that means for concussion. You know, yeah, I don't know. I'm not really sure, but I mean, I know the concussion protocol. I understand it, and and basically what happens is you're in like a period of time where you do little every day. You do some running. You see how it is. Do this, then you see how it is. So I don't know. I'm not sure, but yeah, if he doesn't play, you know, I mean, as it backup. is. Uh, well, as it is right now, let's see if back PJ Walker. Okay. He'll make the start. He's completed three of 20, pa- three, three of 20 passes, <laughs> you know, so um, he well, did get a victory also, in week Chris, 11 like a, last season. That may be a good thing for us. Cause isn't JC Jackson like they, that? We don't know if he's playing. Well, they, they have the he didn't practice. So he didn't practice all week. They have their usual 65 guys. On no, the, but the uh, thing with Jackson, Chris, I'm only saying that is because he hasn't practiced all week. Yeah. Could it be one of those situations where they pull them, they hold them out because just because this is not a big, I don't listen. He, as of yesterday, he's not on the list. 
So maybe he'll be all right then. Maybe he'll play. He's not on the list. The new guys were Jake Bailey, the punter. Uh, you know who's on the list that was new as of Friday, Mark? Who? Nikhil Harry, your favorite guy. For what? A knee injury. He must have got it when he caught the one pass. <laughs> when he when he went what, and got up. Imagine a, what a what a what he a, sucks so bad. What like, I mean, a, you want to talk about a disgrace of a pick, a first round pick? Please horrendous. don't get me started, please, because this will turn into Catone's comments, please. <laughs> Uh, Mark, listen, get started because it's 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 another whole uh, whatever. So, so again, they have they have some guys on the injury report. Um, Barmore's on there. Bentley's on there. Davis is on there. Bentley's Cody on there Davis. every week, Chris. Yeah, he's on there every week. Duggar's on there. Um, your buddy Harris, uh, Harry Hightower's on there. And I'm just going through the the, the defense. Uche, Van Noy. I mean, they're all on there. It's yeah. it's you know. But you like you say that that's Belichick breaking beans, right? I think it is because of what the league did. You're right, Chris. He's just yeah. making beans now. But listen, they're they're thirtieth in the league. They're passing their passing attack is thirtieth in the league with a seventy-eight, seventy-six passer rating, you know, and seven touchdowns. I mean, that's Donald. So I mean, I can't imagine that his backup is gonna do any better. So, you know, again, we'll see what happens. But yeah, I get I give the edge to the uh, to the Pats on that. I think we both do, right? Yeah, so, I definitely need the edge to the Patriots, yeah. And as far as special teams go, yeah, I mean, it's going to be a problem if Bailey's out. It will. Oh, it definitely will, because I don't know who the, do we even, we don't even have a backup punter, do we? I'm not sure. I'm not sure who it is that will uh, that will pump. I punt, still got so. it. They could give me a call, 855-313-PATS. I still oh got the punt. Oh, my God, Chris. Listen, I, I won some uh, punt uh, uh, awards. I used to, but oh, I, you, yeah, go I still no. got it. I still got it. Let me tell you, Chris, he was a punter. Well, I was a goalkeeper, uh, you know, soccer, but I won some oh, hunting awards. Oh, here we go. Sign him up. Kick the ball a far, long, long Joe, distance. sign him up, Chris. You know, sign me up. Mark, what do you, uh, Joe, what are you going to do when you have like 300, you know, these fly, these guys off the edge flying into your face and like 300 guys putting their big mitts up in front of oh, you? How are you going to do with you, that? You punt it right into their crotch. That's there you the go. That's it. It's always the key element. <laughs> that sounds Chris, good. He'll he'll make one punt. He'll pop a calf muscle. He'll be on IR. That is yeah. true. That he'll is true. He'll be sitting Chris. next to Harry. He'll go right he into the blue Harry tent. On IR. You know, right into the blue tent on the yeah. uh, on the cot. So, but I do give the. I mean, Gunner has been. Olszewski's Gunner's been, been great. He's been fantastic yeah. on punt returns. He's he's flipped the field so many times for them. And I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna admit, Chris, that I was wrong about him because I went crazy when they kept him on the roster. Remember, I said he should have been a cut in preseason yeah but mark you you know in your defense and i'm giving i'm giving mark a lot of props today it, was, it must be a wow is, is what what's in retrograde today oh. wow. but, but no i mean you were talking more on a receiver from a receiver yeah, standpoint than a special team standpoint so yeah so listen um we'll see what happens tomorrow but uh that pats preview was was presented by the pats nation the real patriots post game show 30 minutes following every single patriots game mock we're uh we're at that time again it's a two minute warning and uh it's time to wrap it up yes joe yes all right so mark i i yield to you uh i'm going to go this week, my prediction is going to be another win. We're going to go, I'm going to go 31. I'm going to go, Chris. You 30, like that number. I'm going to go 31 
believe it or not, to 10. Wow. I think that he's going to be a blowout. I think the defense is going to play really well. I think with the backup quarterback, 31-10 Patriots. So you, okay. So you have the defense turning a corner, a big corner. Well, I don't know if they've turned a the corner. I just think they're playing a team that has a lot of offensive deficiencies. They've got no quarterback. They're running backs out. I think that they, they're going to struggle. And you got them now. Let's say thirty-one points. How do you see that happening, though? I think Jones is going to have a good game. Jones is going to have three touchdown passes. Really? Yeah, I do. So, well, I think listen. it's going to be red zone passing, though. Not a lot of yards, but I think he's going to hit. He's going to have do well in the red zone this week. My prediction. I got it at I got it at twenty seven seventeen. Um, I think Folk's gonna have another game that that he's just just hitting everything. You know, I should not say that, should I? But hey, well, this is what we're doing. We're giving predictions. I'm not putting them lucky anyone. So um I think Folk's gonna have another good game. I just don't think Jones I, I I listen, all season long, I don't think Jones is going to put up those kind of numbers, those three touchdowns, four touchdowns, you know, because you know why? And I'm okay with that, Mark, because those three touchdowns typically come with two picks you know if you're if you're throwing that kind of if you're throwing three touchdowns four touchdowns a game you're probably throwing a couple of picks too and rather not see the picks you know the picks and so yeah i I just don't think they're going to hit over 30 but mark i hope i damn it i hope you're right you know so listen the two minute warning was joe who is that presented by where what where am i on the notes is it presented by anybody nope just Pat's Nation. All right. Hey, well, Pat's Nation, we've talked about that at uh, Nauseam, 30 minutes following every <laughs> Patriots game. So, uh, well, listen. We shameless, Nauseam, shameless self-promotion. That's all it is. They better, listen, you better tune into that, okay? You better tune in because you get a lot of pearls, a lot of pearls Pearl. from that that you're not getting in any other post game, which is just boring as hell. So, well, uh, Mark, uh, listen, it's time to wrap things up tonight. And, uh, boy, these things go by pretty quick, don't they? They do, Chris, real quick. Today was quick. I think we should extend it to the five hours that we used for uh, for the draft. Yeah, no, <laughs> that'll, that'll never happen again. No, no, no. Okay, so some people to thank tonight. We want to thank the good people at Special Sauce Podcast, Startup Finance, and Drive Yourself to Success, SpecialSaucePodcast.com. The people over at JAG Media Productions, Studio 42 Designs, for your all your graphic design needs, Studio42Designs.com. Corso Law Group, Arizona's leading criminal and traffic law firm. CorsoLawGroup.com, allow us to be your voice. And Mountain View Home Watch and Security, Scottsdale's leading home watch and security firm. Joe, excellent job tonight. As always, we always appreciate all that you do for us. So, oh, how sweet. Isn't that nice? So join us again tomorrow for the Pats Nation. That's going to be present. And that's the, hey, listen, Joe. That's the real Patriots post-game show. Do you agree? Mark, don't you think? Of course it is. The real one. Everything about us is real. Anyway, that's going to be presented by Corso and Catone. This show, again, the real <laughs> the real deal in the Wingland field. So tune in 30 minutes following that Panthers game. We'll have Mac Mania, Coach's Corner, and, of course, our Sunday Stiff. And next week, Corso and Catone, every Saturday, 7 p.m., we will preview that Patriots-Browns game as the Browns uh, come to New England. So, for Marcatone, Joe Guaneri, I'm Chris Corso. Enjoy the game, everyone. <laughs>